What's up, everybody? Welcome to Two Old Souls, the show where we talk about the movies, the shows, the music, the people, and most importantly, the memories that keep us young. I am one of your hosts, Michael, and I just breathed in the vapors from a cough drop I'm having right now, so if you hear me sloshing around a little bit, it's because I'm trying to keep myself <clears throat> keep myself going, because it's that time of year where it's hella cold. Um, and with me, as always, is Andrew. How are you doing, Andrew? <laughs> oh, man. Boy, this you who sure is good. You know what else is good? Smoking dope. I'm not gonna rat on you. <laughs> you know, I never, I never. That's what. As far as, you know, I know that's something we've talked about before. Is like childhood snacks and drinks. That's actually something I didn't grow up on. I was, cause I would, yeah, kids would bring you who to school, but I never, yeah, I didn't, never got that. I was a Nest Nest Quick kid. I would drink Nest Quick at home, but that's it. Okay, I'm, I'm for sure you who dude, but I think the common misconception is that you who is chocolate milk. Yeah, what is it? It's chocolate drink. Chocolate. Okay. Well, (laughs) it's like chocolate water, dude. That's pretty much. I mean, Nesquik is is too. I feel like you can barely (laughs) call that milk, really. I mean, it's Uh, cold. It has the texture of milk. It's pretty good, Um, I guess. Yeah. You ever had? You have you ever had Marlowe? The that. No, that's another thing. That's another thing I didn't grow up on. Like that's pretty big in the Philippines still. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's on par with that as far as taste. Okay. But you haven't had either of them, so fuck. No, I haven't. So maybe I'll, we'll have to do like I'll have to do a little like review video or something like that at some point. That's your assignment by the next. That would be uh, pretty damn podcast. fun. That would be pretty damn fun. Actually, <laughs> just, just if you get Milo, if you get Milo, get the can. Don't get the mix because that shit doesn't really work. So canned Milo, and then like you who comes in bottles and cartons, right? Like little little juice um, boxes. Well, the, that's how the, I saw kids drinking it. Yeah, the bottle is like the way to go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, like the carton is. It's not the same, but it, it it still does the trick. I tried to make my own frosty at home, but it just wasn't the same. <laughs> <laughs> so today uh, we're gonna uh, be doing this is a new sub series we got for you guys. Uh, we'll we'll do this periodically. So this is gonna be uh, let's call it round one or well not that there's really a competition. It's just fun to call things round one. So this is round one of what we will henceforth forevermore call shitty movie showdown. Um, Andrew, for the folks at home, let's, why don't we lay down some parameters? Like what exactly defines a shitty movie to you? Oh, that's a hard one. I would say anything that like is commercially not, um, memorable, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe a flop, maybe it flops a little bit or doesn't make that much money, low budget, low gross. I like a lot of these movies. Um, Mm -hmm. when I watch movies, I really look for, um, and this is going to sound funny because reviewing these movies doesn't really match that. But uh, I really like writing in the movie. The, the special effects don't really don't really do much for me. Um, I can't so really I can't really yeah. get over something if I'm just going ooh and ah the whole time. So mm-hmm. I really like dialogue. I really like plot lines. Um, and yeah. a lot of these like I like really obscure movies too. So I think a lot of those kinds of movies fit into like a, a quote shitty round because they're yeah. not. They're not visually stunning or visually pleasing at that. Uh, the acting is really corny in a lot of them. Really bad editing. You could see like really uh, noticeable cuts. You can uh, tell, yeah, yeah. Usually bad. due to some some behind the scenes drama or some budgetary right. constraints and stuff. Outlandish things happening in the movie, like uh, someone kicking someone's ass that shouldn't ever win. Uh, just daffy, things like that. Daffy ass casting things like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's. It's really hard for me to um, mm-hmm. really kind of narrow it down but i guess uh how about you let me uh, think about it a little bit <laughs> i think bit i think you kind of hit on every i think okay. you kind of hit on everything yeah it's like 
it's not necessarily something that you would recommend to a sort of a person with I guess conventional taste. I guess is the right. word. It's not I'm for casual. For. Nothing. Yeah. Not for casual audiences. You know. Um, like it's hard. Yeah. I think some some of this stuff you have to have already think I think seen when you were younger, when you were more impressionable, or maybe like it just left some sort of mark on you, and you can't really mm -hmm. shake it, and you can't really explain why uh, that is the way that it is. But it it's still there, and it still sticks with you. And I think both of these movies do that for us. So I'm really curious to see where we're both. Yes, from. and I'm actually like really kind of um, sad that I missed out on the one that you chose growing up because okay. it, it fits into my like it actually does criteria yeah. of good shitty movies. Yeah. You know? So the like, funny yeah the funny I thing this, too I love it. I think I love it more than my pick now. I need to watch oh, it. Oh shit. More, okay. It's, it's really, will, it was really good. Okay, let's get right into it. So it actually just like <laughs> the stars just so aligned that both of our picks today are both early 90s early mid 90s adaptations of very popular video games of their era so let's just keep all of that in mind into it already a video game movies it's you are there's already like an implicit expectation that it's gonna be shitty but and you I, know. that probably mm -hmm. started around this time with these movies i think these pay that and with like other video game movies i think these really mm -hmm. made it the norm to for it for video game movies to be not good it set um, the bar as because low of that, as right. that maybe yeah absolutely yeah, these were the precedents right here yeah and you know again i we're calling it shitty movie showdown i'm only saying it's not a competition per se uh you know we're all winners or in this case we're all losers here uh if everyone's a winner no one's a winner but if everyone's a loser no one's a loser so it's a very even field we both to be playing really on. like alliteration too yeah we yeah um, that's i, I we, live and die by that so maybe we could you know yeah. give the we like say which up. one which movie would be better quote but i don't think it yeah matters. categorically yeah all right sure uh why don't we let's why don't we start with your pick then so Is tee that... it up insert the coin <laughs> two coins because it's a two-player game Make sure you hit both of those player buttons. Take it away. What, are, what, what do we got? What's your favorite? What's your shitty movie for round one of the shitty movie showdown? So round one for the shitty movie showdown, my choice was, uh, I think it came out in 94? Yeah. But I, I, I feel like it was filmed in like 91 and didn't come out for a while, right. man. <laughs> yeah. It looks very Ninja Turtles era, but yes. it's um, Double Dragon based on the video game. Um, mm -hmm. Starring uh, the dude from Party of Five and our favorite, Mark Dacascos. <laughs> Mark Dacascos. <laughs> Philippine zone, Mark Dacascos, and Alyssa right. Milano, man. Show a yes, little love Alyssa there. Milano. Alyssa Milano. She's sporting an Eminem ass looking has haircut. And she does a lot of martial arts, which is great. Does um, she you know, in this? Uh, there's a couple scenes towards the end. She, where, like they have that big fight at the end and she's, uh, you know, with that green water in the middle of their little stadium. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But she's doing like spin kicks and stuff. It's pretty. Cool. I suppose I'm a little just distracted by she's wearing what looks like arm length uh, oven mitts for yes. most of the last third of that movie. <laughs> And we got uh, Robert Patrick from Terminator 2, yes. the T-1000 himself. Which is funny because, like, he doesn't really look like Robert Patrick. Well, no. You, I could mean, you could totally tell it's him. He, I mean, he, like, he <laughs> so, has, like, the, he has the, that vanilla ice haircut oh, and yeah. the goatee and everything. And, like, it's, he's like Guy Fieri and vanilla ice put together. That's a good, that's a very like, good uh, With, like, hammer depiction. pants. Wearing hammer pants. Or a trench coat, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the hammer pants is perfect. I yeah. think like the the top Tupac wears with Snoop Dogg. It's like the suit. Mm -hmm. you, uh, you'd have to see the picture. Um, yeah. But that's my so, pick. Uh, for sure. It takes place in um, Los Angeles, but they call it New Angeles. New Angeles. Yes. I don't remember the Two, year, but it's probably 2000, this time. Two thousand seven. So the like okay. the video game is very. I think it's your standard. There is like I get they're brothers in the video game, right? Yes. So like brother martial Billy artists Jimmy and, Jimmy and Billy and Jimmy Lee 
And I think one of their girlfriends, Marion, gets either... I think in one of the first versions of the video game, she's actually just killed. Okay. Like, maybe in one of the home versions. Or either either the home or the the home port or the arcade version. Oh, so, in, ver- in one version, she's killed, like, shot. And, you you know, it's a side-scrolling, be- side-scrolling beat-em-up. So, you're trying to beat-em-up, everyone up to avenge her. In another one, she's just kidnapped. So, you're just mm-hmm. making your way to rescue her. Fairly standard video game procedure procedure this one this time they yeah in the movie they turn it into this like it's like a total recall mix meets mad max meets the warriors kind of post-apocalyptic yeah it has that look and there's there's a shitload of cameos in it too Mm -hmm. like um, yeah well i guess this is paint the picture it's it takes place after there's this big earthquake i guess that really kind of ruined california or the u.s like caused widespread flooding throughout the world probably but mostly it's southern california because that's where this movie takes place so it's a little bit of water world thrown in there yeah so much so that they had to call it new angeles yeah and um it's pretty cool like i i always i think this movie made me really um appreciate that kind of um dystopic that aesthetic yeah yeah Yeah. so that that was a big part of it um and and they're just kind of surviving on that they live in a a rendered movie theater um which is pretty tight, and uh, their car runs off like burning. Dude, stuff. it's like Back to the Future. Shit. They just yeah. put garbage into the thing. It's pretty yeah. cool. Um, like that stuff used to, you know, tickle me when I was when I was younger. Uh, I I thought it was like really innovative. It's very low budget. You could tell. Um, they made this movie for not. the budget was seven point eight million. I looked it up. Yeah, that's not yeah. very much, but they, I like what they did with it. Um, a lot I, of good I, fighting yeah. scenes. I think, in my opinion, I think the fighting. I think like the choreography is um a little more than like what you might expect. I think Half it's pretty good. Yeah. I will say I will give For it to Mark. It, you know? I will. Yeah, I was gonna say I will give it to Mark DeCoscos because he was like an actual martial artist, and you could tell like, yeah. he was just kind of trying to break into movies with this, and he pulls some. You know, I think there's like a junkyard fight because most of movies That's like this the, had a junkyard, had to have scenes, a junkyard yeah. fight. And he's just standing on an overturned fridge and it can't be more than two feet off the ground. <laughs> and yet he decides the best way for him to continue making his way through this group of people. You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm just trying to make the sentence as long as possible. He decides, hey, I'm going to do I like a fucking it. front tuck front flip for no, just because I can. And I'm like, this is very Power Rangers right now. Like, but they put like it, they put the effect on it to where he it looks like slow motion, but he since it's such a small distance, he looks yeah. like he lands so hard. <laughs> yeah, but they still put and they still put the front flip sound effect. That like, yeah. you know, I think um I'm gonna just gonna ruin it now because I'm definitely gonna forget. There's a scene like that in Street Fighter, um mm-hmm. where where like their the car is being chased and then Jean Claude just j- does this fucking box like jump over a box for no oh, reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, and, the, and they it, shoot it super like low to make it, they they always shoot that stuff super low to make it look like the character has like fucking you just hear him yeah, go, just like Ugh. superhuman, superhuman. Yeah, and the ADR in it's these great. movies is insane. It, it's um, great. Uh, well, I was gonna say so. Mark Jacoscos was carrying the team, but so his other brother yeah. and mind you, these brothers, I believe. They're supposed. We're supposed to believe that they're of Asian descent with the last name Lee. And yeah. the other thing, I'm gonna backtrack real quick. So the video game was this standard revenge story. This has to do with the brothers trying to find. They find out that they're in possession of one half of this mystical amulet that Robert Patrick, who I who's changed his name to some like Jap to honor some Japanese warlord so he could be more imposing, wants both Kogashuko. halves of the a- Kogashuko. Um, aka Victor Geisman, because <laughs> the Geisman. whole time they're yeah their adoptive mother's just like Geisman, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And it's, yeah, so anyway, we're led to believe that these are two martial arts brothers who are ostensibly only a year apart, but one <laughs> definitely looks more Asian than the other, yes. and it's not the one whose last name is DeCosco's. Oh, it is, it is, well, you know what I mean, yeah, Scott I Wolf, just name. like, Scott his, Wolf, his yeah, Scott the, Wolf? the Party okay. of Five guy. And you could tell, like, he was supposed to be kind of like the charm, he's the younger, more impetuous, more charming one, he kind of gives mm -hmm. off like a Jason Mars, he's like a cuter looking Jason Marsden, kind of. Um, well, he, um, he definitely plays yeah. the role well. In yeah, my opinion. I think like he was meant for this role and nothing else. Yeah, but the but the thing of, that just distracts me like hell is like they total. So again, Dacascos is Filipino and like a pretty mm. brown Filipino at that. They totally spray tan Scott Wolf to match <laughs> Dacascos. I'm like, this motherfucker is not that dark. <laughs> it's really Man, distracting. I, yeah, you're you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> I realized it's actually a similar dynamic as uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie where Luigi is kind of the young idealist yeah. and and the older the elder brother. He's always trying to like he's trying to be responsible, but it's fucking funny because he's like their theater, their home theater gets blown up. Their adoptive mother is dead. And he's like and uh, Quit feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. And he's like the older yeah. oh, Jimmy is the older one. Yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's like, we got to come up one. with we got to come up with a plan. And then Billy's like. Enough with the plans. You're always planning, and I'm sick of it. And I'm like, that's not really a bad thing, especially mm -hmm. right now in the position that you're in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to touch on the cameos because when you mentioned these scenes, I just think of like that one, the one of the villains, with, you know, like one of the ones that wear the uh, the suit getup. He has, ends mm -hmm. up having like the box, ta like attached to his uh, fucking ponytail. But he's like one yeah. of those little, the little Asian guys from. Um, He's like a villain and everything. Isn't he the he's one? Like yeah, isn't he, he's the one who like electrocuted uh, Mel Mur Murton Riggs in Lethal Weapon. That one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He um, I think he was in big trouble with little China in some parts. So, yeah. He just that guy's yeah. in it. He was the just dude, the, um, the the typical Asian thug in every movie like from the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah. Uh, the dude from Hills Have Eyes was in it. I think, like when he tries to get all them gang members together. And he's having that speech. There's that guy that's in there. He's like, I don't want to do this or whatever. Then he force chokes him. Then there's like Andy Dick is in it. Yeah. Vanna White's in it. Vanna White. Like, so that, yeah. I've never heard her talk. And only in this only in this movie I've ever heard her talk. So um, I'm sure there's other ones. I can't remember who else, but it just. Well, they make, they, make refer they make reference to the fact that Madonna was getting divorced to Tom Arnold. So it was. <laughs> It was like the the idea was you know like all of these people are still going to be really relevant in two thousand seven. Right, right, and yeah, maybe Madonna was. I think she had an. Album I mean, Vanna White. I mean, Will Fortune was still a thing, but yeah, but yeah, sure. I think that's where some of that like uh, Paul Verhoeven satirical kind of RoboCop, uh, RoboCop Total <laughs> Recall vibes kind of come in, and a little bit of Frank mm. Miller, a little bit. So it's like you, Miller, you could yeah. tell they were trying to have some fun with it, and actually. I looked up who wrote this, and I, I think I knew some of this, but it had two writers, one of whom wrote a lot of fantasy novels and stuff. So that mm -hmm. was Neil Shusterman, but the other screenwriter was Paul Dini, uh, as in Batman the Animated Series, Paul Dini. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm oh, like, man. very pretty, okay. interesting gig. Yes. Well, it's not a badly written plot or anything. I think it's a pretty well done. Um... The pieces the pieces were there, but I think they just had so so little to work with with their yeah, budget. Yeah, the execution is yeah. very questionable, but they yeah. they really get ambitious with it. Like the uh like the technology that they try to use, the the villain, uh the this Boa Bobo. Dude, let's get into Boa Bobo for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's like cool to me. It's um, so he's just this like 
there's this whole gang of like people with mohawks or something and he's like they're the, the big they're heavy the yeah. out of all of them and then yeah he gets he gets kidnapped by the bad guy and he gets subjected to all these like steroid injections to the point where yeah again i was like this dude looks like he walked out of the set of total recall like he's just all roided out and it's just re- it reminds me of, i feel like i'm watching tusk again frankly when i look at him yeah i mean after he goes through the transformation it's like very uh like horror movie almost like the effects they try to it's use very with him. it's very body horror for sure yeah yeah uh, i think my favorite part is when <clears throat> He's in the when they have him captured when the you know when when uh, Mar- Alyssa Milano's crew captures him for questioning. The uh, power core, bro. Show the a little power respect. Core, yeah, <laughs> that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah, the power core. He's locked up in the bathroom and he's like, he finally sees himself in the mirror and he gets upset and he gets so mad. The only thing he does is just rip, he rips the sticker off, like super clean, of <laughs> the mirror, and then he rips. Maybe, the, they probably know. didn't have money for movie glass. Right, that to, just, to it made me laugh. Candy glass I, dish. Or, yeah. I never noticed that before. I was like, oh, yeah. it's such a. Cause such a humanizing and moment and you feel bad for him. And then another thing I'm noticing now a trend, like all of these, like all of these video game, early nineties video game movies feature some like horrific transformation for somebody. Cause I'm like, he's basically the Goomba. If they yeah, of this movie, yeah, 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 and yeah. I really need to watch that movie again, <laughs> I, I probably I need. You, I, I gotta borrow your, your copy. Yes, absolutely. Or go to Amoeba. They had it for. They had yeah. two copies left. I think. So you might yeah. want it out. Did you notice that? Um, that so that first car chase with uh, where the Mohawks are chasing them, they go through the same tunnel as the car chase in Mystery Men when they Ooh, sh- no, when they had, when they chase down Casanova's that. Corvette limo is the same exact tunnel. Oh shit! Yeah. What city is that? It's in it's L.A. Is it L.A.? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty tight. That's a deep then, cut. Yeah. And then I think the like boat chase or whatever was just some random lake in Ohio or some shit. And mm. the one thing I won't give for this movie is I think they I'm wondering how much because, again, you know, I'm sure everything costs more now. But back then, like pyrotechnics, probably you probably weren't that expensive because there was like a decent amount of explosions in this movie. I was going to say, I was like, you know, there's like they blew up the movie theater. They blow up. Right. They blow up right. a bunch of stuff on the on the water. I think the house they were in blows up before they get in the boat. Uh huh. Like with the when they're locked in that little cabin. Yeah. Like, don't they blow that little thing up while they yeah. speed out of there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I was just gonna I was just gonna turn attention to like how distracting it is that it looks like Scott will and probably they probably didn't have a great budget for like choreography or whatever. So like Dacascos probably like figured out his stuff on his own because he was already a martial artist. But it really looks like they made no effort to make scott wolf's character looked like he was anywhere on par with his older brother because his fighting is just so much more stagey and he's doing a lot of the thing where i'm gonna hold both my fists and swing them at you because i think that's gonna make my hit land all that more powerfully yeah uh he was way more of like the uh he's a scrapper kind of yeah yeah i don't know man this uh this movie really uh stuck with me because I, I saw it when i was younger um i would always watch it uh I just like the the um the dynamics they had. The, um, I think the gangs really stood out to me. Like those that, yeah, gangs, I like, liked that. There's like that reoccurring mohawk dude that was with Bo Bobo in the, the skinny beginning. one. He, the skinny one keeps... who gets who gets poked in the eye. <laughs> he just keeps popping up here and yeah. there, and it's it's pretty cool. Um, you can totally see like where his bald cap ends and his real scalp <laughs> scalp starts. It, it's like bunched up underneath the bald cap. It's pretty funny. I want to say like this like Robert Patrick's performance is pretty pretty good i mean he's an, he's a good actor but um he uh really made me kind of scared of that character he's got those sort of like it's he has that really intense stare you know mm-hmm. that's why you, that's why you got him you, they got him for fucking terminator you know 
Yeah. You got to yeah. be sort of equally imposing. And he's doing all he can. He's like, all I want to do is like dominate a major American city. Is that too much to ask? Like, <laughs> he's almost like a satire of the like. It's almost like they try to make a satire while making it serious. Because he is like the the biggest kind of fu to like at the same time. At the same, the way he he's acting. Like when there's that part, there's like the part at the end where you know he gets taken over and mm-hmm. like in his body. It just it just seems it seems really cheesy. Like at those parts, the whole I mean the mm-hmm. whole thing is cheesy, but. Um, they don't. They don't really pull any punches with like their, their imagination. I, I, I think it's. I think it's just more distracting because he's arguably the best actor in the whole movie. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't think there's anyone else. Yeah, for sure. There's just like cool little things that pop up, like the virtual. There's good idea. Video there's video. good ideas, um, like visually. I really like because again, LA is like plagued by earthquakes, so mm-hmm. they have all of these big ass hydraulic braces. Oh yeah. Like yeah, in the middle like of the, the street. Yeah, in the middle yeah. of the street to keep the to keep the buildings from falling into each other so i'm like yeah again this is some these are cool ideas <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's another aftershock and then they yeah i think they show it in the beginning when they have the little tournament and the yeah weird ass the, the fight club it's like the yeah. you got served uh warehouse yeah but it's super official and their car like the little station wagon was cool the dragon wagon oh yeah and, they um... did call it the dragon wagon <laughs> yeah um, yeah, the medallion's sick. I always wanted like one of those little double dragon medallions, and I like I don't know. It was always a cool like. I never really watched played the game, but I watched the cartoon and and this movie. Oh yeah, there so. was a cartoon. Yeah, was this a cartoon, was a whole yeah. this was a whole franchise. Honestly, they like crossed over with Battletoads and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty slept on. Like it wasn't super popular even when it was like I think. Well, it was, it was kind of on the. It was one of the really like OG side scrolling yeah. beat 'em ups, but you know they kind of. I think they sort of really made the formula what it was like before you could just go left and right but you know i think double dragon you could kind of go like in all mm-hmm. directions and then you know konami and i think that was i think taito might have developed that but then you know konami and capcom come in with mm-hmm. their final fights their ninja turtles their simpsons and they kind of those are the ones simpsons, much yeah. just really much more slick double dragon iconic for sure a little sluggish though when you play it yeah it's not my favorite yeah it's not, i have it on that xp yeah yeah, it's it's all right. <laughs> do you do you have the version where? Because I think, I think it's in the arcade. I mean, maybe it's in both versions, but yeah. So, you fight to the end and you rescue Marion, and all of a sudden she's like, "But I can only choose one of you." So then you have to fight to the death. You have to fight each other to see who ends up with Marion. I never played. I never, yeah. I never played it all the way through. Yeah, I heard. I heard about that. I'm sure. Yeah, because because that was the thing. I wasn't like nobody really. Neither of their brothers actually get with her at the end, right? It just seems like no. they're, they're friends. Like it's really ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very. It's a very platonic triangle, which is nice. You don't always see that because it's implied that they already know each other when they when they first come to see her. Like they went to her to like they already knew each other and maybe it didn't make it didn't like have us uh dwell on it too much yeah. yeah you're right there's no um you would think like it's uh the younger one uh billy and her yeah. well like, actually well, they, they were they were they were actually married in real life too so like oh, i'm really? surprised they okay. hadn't like alluded to that but yeah i had no idea because he kind of disappeared off the face of the earth i mean you know you, you get that party of five money mm. you're Wasn't good campbell on that show too yeah she was <laughs> yeah the hottie hot hot from party <laughs> nev campbell yeah <gasps> And I think he wound up on Riverdale or something. I don't, he wound up on a CW show recently. Okay. So, you know, good for him. you got to get a second career. When you're like a 
sort of you know most teen idols kind of come back around and get another bite at the apple once they're yeah. in their middle age he's like a, he's like a poor man's uh, ralph macchio a poor man's ralph macchio <laughs> and, and a rich man's jason marsden yeah i mix guess with, yeah. mix in with a little uh yeah you, there was a little daniel larusso in there for sure like you know he's very cocky and just kind of cocky and impulsive and stuff i could i could see that Who's the middle? Who plays Jack Lawrence? Who, uh, who's the oh Matthew? Lawrence oh player? yeah, Matt, Matt yeah, Lawrence. Yeah. Maybe a hint of maybe a hint of Matt Lawrence in there, like a superhuman, little bit. Superhuman Samurai Matt Lawrence, not uh, yeah, not not, the, uh, not brotherly love Matt Lawrence or Boy Meets World Matt Lawrence. Not Castaway knows how to get Jump. away on a ship. Matt jumping Lawrence. jumping ship man. <laughs> he's you mean the movie where he's a total survivalist badass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think he has with, a beard too. With he's got yeah he's got a beard and like sick ass sun bleached hair, God, just to yeah. make it like. Does he have puka shells? <laughs> I he might have. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to watch that again. Horse sense yeah, the, and jumping horror. ship. What a what a twofer. Dude, I almost said horse ranch. <laughs> <laughs> that horse one's radish. my. You know that's kind of a. I, we could even talk about those one day. Let's do some <laughs> decoms, bro. Let's do it. I love oh, yeah. those. But yeah, uh, back to Double Dragon. Um, I don't have too much more about it. Like, it's just a really fun movie for me. Um, I don't. I haven't seen it like in full in in years. I don't. I don't rewatch it again because I I kind of remember most of it. It it, it always sticks. With, it stuck with me. <clears throat> I still have the VHS. Any uh, special sauce candidates? I mean, Robert Patrick is kind of just the default for me. For me, it's like Robert Patrick, but also just the production design. Again, like the earthquake braces and the matte paintings of, you know, flooded Chinese theater and like, oh, it flooded to the point where the Hollywood signs just right there now in your face, like at your eye level. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, the set design is a big one because that's a big part of why I watch the movie is because of how it looks. Um, yeah, that's it, true. And I, even, though, even though I said like, you know, visuals aren't really what gets me, but um, for this one, com- like combining the the visuals was, is what makes it stick. It, it, it yeah, really it makes the, it easier to swallow. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes you like realize what they're going for, and <clears throat> and when you're a kid, it kind of takes you out of like what the normal was. So it was, yeah, it's cool. It was it's good. a flight. It's a flight of fancy for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very creative. Very creative set, and they made it look kind of real. Whatever, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, I was gonna say like the matte paintings were pretty, like, pretty good. Probably at least like well implemented. For a second, I'm like, oh shit, is this like (laughs) this actually does like this is what LA would look like if it was Mm -hmm. all flooded and everything. (laughs) Well, they and they try to make up for it. Like they when they're in the when they fall in the river and they're like, oh, it looks like a gross ass river. But they say, oh no, it's a lot of sludge from. Mm-hmm. whatever but it's just a nasty ass they try to, to they try to g- so like... <laughs> give you all the all the context yeah yeah all right sounds good well, shout out was... mark Dacascos. thanks again mark Dacascos. you're holding it down you you and dante bosco single-handedly <laughs> held it down for the filipinos in the 90s so thank you for that yeah, still going i think he i think he was in the movie a few years oh, ago. Like, like i told you he, he threw down with keanu reeves for like 20 straight minutes in there john wick go. 3 Damn, he's he's like minutes, he's bro. it's a it's really it's it comes at the tail end of the movie so i'm a little burnt out on fight scenes at that point <laughs> but it's still pretty cool it's i mean agent yeah. smith didn't even go 20 minutes with neo no, so nope okay so uh well that was double dragon for you that is currently available on amazon prime free free prime video if oh, you have that whoa, de- not benefit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, if, yeah it's hard to find so yeah otherwise get it where you can because this yeah. one is not mine's not streaming anywhere right now but i highly recommend it um so my pick is 1994 street fighter um 
written and directed by Steven E. D'Souza, who I looked it up. This guy, he wrote he wrote Commando, The Running Man, Die Hards One and Two, mm. Beverly Hills Cop Three, Judge Dredd. So he's got like an action pedigree. Um Can yeah. I just say before you start, like, isn't it funny how sometimes you hear like some like directors you really like they make these movies that are like are kind of floppy like when you said die hard like that's kind of they're pretty iconic but when mm-hmm. you say oh that guy also made a street fighter yeah like, okay. well also it's like there's, there's a few directors like that and i, I can't mm-hmm. think of any off the top of my head but i'm like what they made that okay when, i mean when your focus gets pulled like again mm-hmm. he like wrote and directed so this movie was honestly like a really really fucking interesting backstory <laughs> i was doing a little bit of a deep dive on imdb so this okay. stars, well, you know, for one thing, some would say that the accuracy to this movie, the accuracy of this movie to the game, which is like, you know, arguably one of the most iconic video games of all time. This was probably my earliest video game memory was Street Fighter 2. It was either that or Super Mario World because the kid who lived across the street from us um, had a Super Nintendo. So mm-hmm. this game was, this game meant a lot to me. I was never great at it, but it's just so iconic you know and you know it was a big part of my childhood growing up and watching this movie you'd think like how the hell did this you know pass inspection like there's a lot of from the games that just didn't translate one to one but apparently it turns out capcom so this was made for like 30 something million dollars 35 i think million um capcom provided most of that money most of the budget on the grounds that they had final say in every aspect of the movie so it's kind of interesting when you're like, really? Like that was, you guys were okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that kind of caught me off guard. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So yeah, then they have, then if you're a hardcore fan of this game and I guess if you're one of those people that say that, you know, they probably got mad at the movie company, you better do your research. Yeah. So Capcom was, and I'm wondering if they like, maybe I'm wondering if they had the same amount of involvement in like the Resident Evil films and whatnot, but that's a whole other thing. Cause I haven't actually I mean, seen those. So I guess at the time I, I, I don't know. I, was gonna, I, I should take that back. I was going to say, did they even know how successful Street Fighter was going to be at that time? I mean, they could have just thought it was going to be like a hype. I mean, this was kind of at the height of the, yeah, the series, yeah. though. They'd already done like Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, Turbo, yeah. Championship yeah. Edition, Hyper Fighting, whatever. So this was... So like at, a, yeah, it's at, almost, at, almost at the peak. This was definitely at the height of sort of yeah. fighting game mania. I would, Mortal Kombat right. was okay. blowing up. Ta- Tekken was just around the corner. Um, but I will say actually a pretty good amount of fan service and Easter eggs just to give it to you like, oh, there's that thing. There's, you know, like, mm. you know, there's the Wait, Buddha. There's there's Chun, there's, like Chun-Li in the beginning? Yeah, Chun-Li, with, you know, Chun-Li the, is the, the news anchor or something. Yeah, Chun-Li is, you know, played by <laughs> Ming-Na Wen, who, you know, is kind of everywhere these days. So this is one of her like earlier, th- earlier film roles. <clears throat> yeah, you know, they managed to the way they and at least I've seen a couple other fighting game movies. You know, I've seen the, both Mortal Kombat's. I've seen the live action Tekken. Um, as far There's as a live action Tekken. Yeah, I don't recommend what that. The, fuck? the funny thing, though, is Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. Your soul is mine. That guy, he actually plays Heihachi in the Tekken movie, so he gets two he gets okay. two well, bites at the video who's game. It's better to play Heihachi than him. Exactly. So I'm fine with then, it. Then Johnny Tsunami himself. Precisely. <laughs> um, oh, what, what the hell was I just saying? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Let's just talk about the cast of this movie, man. Like, can we, can we start this the top this, with this the, movie? The, the this is a fu- the show. This is a fucking Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> vehicle. 
who allegedly was who allegedly spent roughly ten thousand dollars a week on cocaine during the production of this movie <laughs> oh it shows dude is this not his like best like performance in the movie? you're you are as oh, far, so, as, yeah. as, far I, as like uh going all in with the character i was gonna say because i really wanted to get your thoughts on this because you're much more the van you're more of a student <laughs> of van damme's filmography like is he a one-liner guy is he the kind of guy who does that because like here he's it looks like he's just really trying to do his best not like Schwarze- his best schwarzenegger in this whole not movie like that no no he's he's like a um very similar to like bruce wayne in the nolan films in his mm. in his movies he's very like noble he wants to do right and he's very serious like mm-hmm. I, I think of kickboxer and i think of blood sport mm-hmm. um you know I, I, universal soldier is a little later for me i didn't i wasn't too big on those kinds of movies um like sudden death uh or yeah i think it's called sudden death double yeah. impact is that the one yeah, double impact. Two of them? right right um yeah it, he's i mean double impact might be a little more like in this realm but uh like those other movies he's very yeah he's very serious uh he's a little goofy looking mm-hmm. but um he's intense you know but very uh reserved not yeah nothing like this and i i just really liked is everything he did it's like, like it was all everything every was, everything he said was, was a one-liner and shit mm-hmm. yeah, like, what was it what was it terrible like? one-liners at, at that <laughs> what was it he's like um sagat's like this is an overguile i own this city and he goes like oh yeah well i'm the repo man and you're out yes. of business <laughs> like i i could tell like like his act like i'm dude i hope like you'd think it was like he was hosting snl and reading this shit dude. off of cue cards like yeah, he was the, reading, um, like he was saying these lines for the first time out loud. When they're talking about invading the island with the mm-hmm. boat, and the guy's like, to invade this this one, per, like just with one boat, you must be out of one. Must be out of his mind. And Jean Claude fans like, well, he has driven me crazy. Luckily, Bison Bison has driven me crazy. He like, they will not exp- like the primary force will approach from the north or something. Yes. It sounds like, and I know he's Belgian, but it almost sounds like Swedish in a couple spars, yeah, parts he, or something he, like yeah. that. Like, Jesus it's Christ, fucking dude. nuts. Yeah. And that dude, it. that guy, that guy who was like Colonel, blah, 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 like he was just some really, he was just this really popular actor from Japan who was in the movie because he was, so he's, he was supposed to be, you know, how like every fighting game has a Bruce Lee, essentially mm-hmm. like, Mar- yeah. you know, Tekken has law, et cetera. Uh, Street Fighter has Fei Long, but that guy replaced Fei Long because people thought he would be quote too generic. Like Capcom thought he would he wouldn't translate. Like okay, so I was like okay, uh-huh. but I you know I, I see it. I, I mean I wouldn't I don't like those kinds of characters. Yeah, to be honest, um, I'm just yeah I I honestly like I wanted to write down lines of dialogue, but I feel like I would have just wound up write, writing down the entire movie. I think there's like a scene with Bison in the beginning, uh, where someone charges him and he like sidesteps mm-hmm. him and it's just some cool shit. Uh, oh, the um, and there's like a scene at the end where you know like they're watching through like the monitors and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? He's like, "Time to change the channel." <laughs> oh, Zangief, like man. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like this movie is somehow even more cartoonish than Double it's Dragon. Me- it's very meta at the same very, time. Yeah, like with stuff like that. Yeah. No, dude, it's um, it's a way better movie than Double, Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, I mean, come on, without even trying, it's it's way better. It really is, and I mean, yeah, for me, I think this movie, 
I think I was this. I think I saw this movie for the first time when I was maybe in the third grade, and at that time, I think I was just getting. I was in martial arts for a few months, um, but I was playing a lot of Street Fighter at the Boys and Girls Club or at home. So the fact that there was a Street Fighter movie that kind of, that definitely just made me lose my lose my shit. Right. Um, and I think it was the first time. You know, and you know, like I remember just really identifying with the the actor who played Ryu, or as they constantly pronounce. Was it okay when you were growing up as a kid? Was it Ryu or Ryu? Like I pronounced it Ryu for the longest time, so me I'm too, definitely in I, that camp. Whenever I learned, like I learned that the actual way was it's to say Ryu. Mm-hmm. From what I'm from what I gather. Um, I don't know. I didn't play Street Fighter. Like I wasn't one of those. Um, it wasn't one of the games I played. I didn't okay. have a, okay. the systems for it. And by the time like it resurged, I was already a little older, and I uh-huh. was more playing like Tekken and okay, like, fight, for like, sure. Fight maybe fight fight night games like that. So for sure, for sure, um, it totally missed me. It's like the time like that age, like second grade. I was that's when I saw Double Dragon. I think mm-hmm. so. Just um, in Mortal Kombat. So it, it just didn't catch my um attention because I never really like, yeah I never played it. But uh, it's pretty dope. It's pretty fun mm-hmm. when I do play it. And uh, this movie, I'm really upset that I didn't see it when I was younger. Cause it's... Yeah, I think you probably would have eaten it up. I sure. I would have watched did. it so many more times by now. Yeah, I mean, God, you know. Um, and yeah, as as I was saying with yeah with with Ryu, like, like you know, I was already a fan of you know like Jackie Chan and stuff at that time, mm-hmm. and like I knew Jet yeah. Li was a thing. But I think this is my first time seeing like, oh, this is an Asian martial artist, like who's not one of those guys and so and he's my obviously like he was my favorite character so mm. i like kind of identified with that you know so like you know at least he had he was kind of the moral center of the movie i would say mm. you know yeah. especially in yeah. his his you know ken who's not blonde at all and like has like I don't very little understand yeah i know you don't <laughs> i don't understand i know it's like who's this like brown haired charlie sheen wannabe looking guy who this guy looks like johnny cage after he, after the, the guy that replaced johnny cage in the second yeah <laughs> for real that's a good point no i, I felt that way about uh, robin shu like okay. an, an asian like martial this... artist kind of actor who wasn't like jackie chan or mm-hmm. you know big time great hair Seriously. farrah fawcett hair <laughs> i mean i thought like just a lot of this was just kind of dope i don't know like the way they actually got a dude to do like vega's little backflip and there's a there's actually you know obviously street fighter it's like a global tournament so like it's a pretty diverse cast and there's like two samoans in this like they made e honda like hawaiian samoan and i think and now on up and next uh time you go, can you yeah. bring back a pizza <laughs> i think vega was also samoan too and i'm like okay cool <clears throat> okay right. yeah, yeah 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 um yeah next time you next time you leave bring back a pizza do you remember that when he's, he's yeah like, he's i just realized i just realized the line too and he's like he's like honda give me a hand and he's like dude we've only been in jail for two hours maybe next month and i'm like ew <laughs> i just realized what that meant it's <laughs> uh, disgusting yeah this is pretty but, funny let's uh, uh i mean let's give some let's give the man credit where he's where credit is due we got Raul Julia, just like Gomez from the Adams family, just rocking this movie while like knowing he was on borrowed time with stomach cancer, mm. and he only made this movie because like he wanted his kids to like enjoy a movie that he was in. So well, good for him, yeah. That's pretty and he's chewing the scenery like it's no, like it's. I mean, it was his job, but he's just so watchable in this. Where he's like, every bison dollar will be worth five British pounds. That is the exchange rate the Bank of England will agree to once I've kidnapped their queen. <laughs> or just the whole, like, it was Tuesday. Like, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that must have been the greatest day of your life. 
like for the most me. memorable day. Like the day, yeah, for me it was Tuesday. <laughs> well, it's funny he remembers it too, so it mm-hmm. defeats the purpose of him even saying uh, that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, the way I, the way he fucks with Sagat, he's like, "Guile's alive." He's like, "Yeah, I guess you didn't see that, did you?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I think he like scoffs. He's like, Pfft. "I am a god." Yeah. It's pretty fucking wild, dude. It really it's weird because, like, you know, like Ryu's like the main character in the game, but I didn't. Yeah, like, I didn't feel like he was the main character in this. Movie. Oh no, not at all. So that was uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, again, like JCVD was like at the height, at his height still, or you know, yeah. he was hot shit, and it just everything about him makes me laugh. Even the tattoo on his arm of the United like States. Like he again, he's like, clearly Belgian, but he still has a what looked like it didn't even look like a temporary tattoo. It looked like they just paint. It looked like they stenciled it. It looked like uh, they put a piece of um, like fruit roll up on his arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, like, yeah. Stick there. Um, yeah, it's really, your it's, ass. Is, your like, ass is six months overdue, and it's mine. <laughs> I can't even do like, about, like this movie, man. It's uh, I I I knew it existed. I just I heard it sucked, so I never watched it. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I I can't say that it sucks. It's certainly it's it's, it's in a delicious great, way. It's, it's like eating again like movies like this. It's it's the equivalent of eating Little Caesars. There's so much better pizza out there, but you're gonna. I mean, if it's there, I'm not gonna turn it down. Oh, I'm gonna for eat, sure. It's like I'm gonna uh, eat that. Yeah. What's what's my little vice like that? Uh, fucking cheesecake or something. I mean, mm-hmm. Safeway cheesecake. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even know if this is that as good as that, but it's 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 very fun to watch. Yeah, it totally is, and like I can't, I can't say much about it. It's, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of funny shit. Like, so apparently, like the fight choreographer was actually a really famous martial artist. Like, he fought, I think he fought Jackie Chan in maybe in three different movies. Like, I think he fights him in Mister Night. You've seen Mister or not Mister Nice Guy in uh Who Am I? The one where he has amnesia. No, but I have seen Mister Nice Guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, but he's in he's in some like more of his eighties ones, but like he's just really famous uh, kickboxing champion who was the fight choreographer, but I guess they mm. were stretched super thin due to the fact that I think $8 million of the $35 million budget went to Van Damme's paycheck and they had to work <laughs> out the timing. Half of that went to cocaine. Probably. <laughs> and they had to work out the filming schedule because uh, Raul Julia was d- battling cancer, so he had to uh, take get. Uh, he needed time to sort of put weight back on for the fight scenes and stuff. So apparently, a lot of these fights were not choreographed until like hours before they shot. So that's why, like, it's a little oh, lackluster okay. in certain respects. Um, yeah, some agree, some of them. I, some, I liked it though. Yeah, I mean, it was like they. They really commit to like how stagey the fighting is, you know. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't go into this movie looking for really good uh, choreo fight scenes. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> but I think if I was a kid, I would have. Oh no, I um, ate this shit up. Like even the fact that they don't actually, you don't actually see a Hadouken, but the fact that he just like, because you know, <laughs> I've like we, I think we, I certainly grew up like mimicking Hadouken, Kamehameha hands, like my whole childhood. So does. Or yeah, just, so to see it in a movie, to see him do it, and especially because he's finally like getting the one up on Vega after he like slashes him, Bruce Lee. Like even though they just flash the screen and they just put like a like sound effect mm-hmm. for me, I used to rewind that and play it back again because I was like, oh my god, that was it! <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. they did it. That was it's very that was, it was very yeah. reminiscent of um 
You know, like in Mortal Kombat, Liu Kang could, you know, shoot flames mm-hmm. for some reason. And uh, I think in the first Mortal Kombat movie at the end where he hits, you know, Shang Tsung off the tier. And he falls at the very the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like some shit that comes out of his hand and it's yeah. very subtle. Like no one ever acknowledges it. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's like him shooting the little fucking yeah, the, fireball. Yeah, the signature moves and then he does the yeah. bicycle kick earlier too when oh, he's fighting God. a reptile. That's like the worst thing I've ever seen in the movie i can't i couldn't i hated that, that oh that that pov shot of him yeah. coming at the camera with his like with his <laughs> legs kicking out yeah yeah i mean i i do like the the shadow kick effect that johnny cage had that he always missed but um anyways fuck that street fighter what, what else what you got? <laughs> um i was just gonna say like kylie minogue the way she yells medics medics oh, i totally forgot about kylie minogue she's australian right she is Australian, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of good, a lot of good cinema out there in Australia. Just mm-hmm. fun fact. Well, there's a lot of soap operas out there, so I think that's where a lot of yeah. folks come from. Like the Hemsworths all came out of the soap opera scene in Australia. Um, Guile's speech, just the whole like, but we can all go home. <laughs> it's so good. Like, you got paid. Um, that dude, DJ, like, DJ's pretty... That guy who plays DJ's... He was a huge Joanna man. Did you recognize him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the way he leers... The way, like, his, like, what the fuck face and the way he, like, leers at the belly dancers mm-hmm. at the bazaar. And uh, I did say, I did... As far as we're like, hey, this looks familiar. So this movie did the battleship Batman Forever scene before Batman Forever with him, like, setting off the mines oh, to blow up the yeah, boat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the fact that he literally, like, on his floating platform, it's literally just the control stick to the video games. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> when did when did Street Fighter come out? The movie? What the year? movie? Uh, 94. Yeah, I, I like this movie way better than Double Dragon. Like, when, when I objectively look at it, it's just so much more fun. Uh, and, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. He just totally puts it together. Um, and... Before I forget, I would say the secret sauce is all the one-liners for me. Yeah, it's just really, it's oddly quotable. If you really just give it a chance, it's yeah. I think I, needed, I when I, I was need another watch to get when I was ta- the, yeah to get when I was post. taking karate, I took uh, two semesters of karate at Skyline and like, you oh, know, nice. oddly one of the guys in my class, like I think he he knew this movie too, so we were just always like, yeah, we we're always like, you got paid. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you took karate at Skyline. I did, yes. Like as an adult. Uh, yes, as an adult. Okay. Only two semesters. I, I missed most of the second semester because I hyperextended my thumb sparring. Oh, but shit. I, w- I enjoyed it a lot. It was, it's it's it was, good. It's good stuff it did, for you, man. Yeah, it did a lot for me. And I like, I think, our, again, our final was always you had to like perform a kata for, as your final. Mm-hmm. And I almost had like a perfect score and I missed one step. And like, I felt so, because everyone was hella egging me on. Like, they were all like, oh my God. And like the one thing I missed, I could hear everyone wince, but oh, it man. was, it was, but no, that made me feel good though, too. Cause especially cause I was kind of bouncing back from my, my thumb, fuck mm-hmm. my thumb injury. But yeah, I was like, oh, they all saw how hard I was working. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, that's what's up, man. I think that's really pretty much it. Like I don't have too much, like it's just, it's just dumb fun. Again, this just, it really does. I, I said this before, but yeah, it just feels like very both of these feel very saturday morning cartoon like it feels very gi joe with just the number of characters and everyone has a quirk and everything and everyone like that you know there's 
And I, I mean, the lair that I always wonder if that was one big soundstage because I was like, that's a pretty dope set. Like just that big ass room with like the mm. monitor or the monitor wall and everything like that. Yeah. And the pit. The hostage Probably was. Pit. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm just going to say I think it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, well, yeah, both these movies, uh, what I liked about it was just the, the effort that everyone gave. Um, I'm not saying like they all gave like 100% and, and they, it should be like the coolest. But I, I never got the but... I never got the sense that anyone was phoning it in. Right. Like people, right. They were really going there. It's very the performances are very earnest. Yeah, they they did a good job. It was organic. I, they're both very organic movies to me. Um, whether that's good or bad um, is, is subjective. It's up to you guys to really say so or not but um i you know these are movies i enjoy i wish i had street fighter in my in my library already but now i have it i can watch it anytime i want and i plan on doing that again pretty soon to be honest and i'm and i'm as a john claude van damme fan i'm pretty <laughs> pretty disappointed that i, I was gonna say is it, is it worthy of like the rest is it i mean it's, it's no kickboxer it's no blood sport but is it at least for your for you like do you feel like it's it's up to those standards yeah because like these movies, like those movies are pretty cheesy, you know. When you get True. down to it, like he didn't do anything as cringy in this one as he did, like in Kickboxer, where he um just starts dancing in the middle yeah, of the that's club, where like, he, where village starts... in Thailand. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm surprised that's not more of a famous meme. You know what I mean? Like it's just very that that's that's a very iconic GIF though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he doesn't do anything like that um in this. So no, this this might give him the edge of performance wise. I think it's his best, his effort and being creative and just you know being a um. What do you call it? A performer, leading, you know? leading man, leading <laughs> man. Um, and not just being like a martial arts guy. You know that's that was always kind of like his his go to. Of course, he's a martial arts guy, but he's not um. That's not his shtick in this movie. He's a, he's a he's a gung ho, fucking uh. Colonel, yeah, Colonel. and he's great. I, I, yeah, Uh, it's gonna be a good Halloween costume too. When I think about it, if you're gonna be the Jean Claude Van Damme version of that that character, that's true. That's true. And they have the fact that they even had everyone stand together and do their little victory pose at the end. That's about as Halloween as it gets, dude. Dude, (laughs) Is that what that is? From is that from the game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, okay. if you win the, if, you know, that's their you win. You know, that, okay, that was cringy, but it was really cool. Like it made yeah. me laugh. Again, it it's so just funny. that this like the dumb fan service. Like people yeah. want to see this stuff, and <laughs> it's like bare minimum at, at a certain mm-hmm. point. But I was like, I, I still really dig it. You know, because I don't. It doesn't. It's not trying to take itself too seriously at all. So like, right, right, yeah. And I think a lot of the fans. And I'm not gonna. I don't want to speak for them, but it sounds like that's what a lot of people wanted was like a serious. Or like Street Fighter movie, you know, we want or, we want people, f- you know, flying around and you know doing like spinny tornado kicks and shooting mm. shit out of their hands. And they tried that later with the Chun Li movie, and that shit didn't work apparently. Mm. I mean, and look at the Final Fantasy flicks that they tried to do, and I don't know. It's it's not an easy thing to to do bring yeah, a, a video like game, game to life. Yeah, you know? we still haven't. We technically still haven't gotten like a really great one. I mean, Sonic was pretty good, but I heard it, it was even good. even that, yeah. As far as really just doing kind of a one-to-one thing, it's it's tricky. Mm-hmm. But you know, so kind well, of just go your own way with it. Unless we just want them to like recreate the game itself, they're gonna you yeah. know you make a new story game. and yeah, and do that yeah. So, uh, these movies on my like 
personal level, I really like them. Um, mm. But I, I'm just kind of a different. I'm kind of a different guy, man. Like I, I really like that kind of stuff. I like really like obscure, obscure kind of shot films, and um, these fit right into that, into my taste of corny and and kind of awesome at the same time. That's that's a good way. That's a good so, way for it. And again, you know, what would the so, kids nowadays say it's ironic? Uh, you know. Yeah, it's ironic. I'm just—I don't really like this. It's, I'm being ironic. Yeah. But here, I think that's what kind of sets us apart. We we earnestly own our love for how shitty this stuff is. <laughs> so. Yeah, and like to, to the people, I don't even think it's shitty. But like, I, I but there's a reason why we call it that, and we're gonna have to yeah. expand on that more. We will dive again. Deep into other we're gonna we're gonna stuff. do more shitty movie showdowns. That's there's always room for that. I got it. I need it. I need a platform to talk about Wild Wild West and why and why everyone is wrong when they say they don't like that movie. <laughs> the uh, the shaman to um, Men in Black's Supernatural. I guess yeah, probably in high yeah in that in that way yeah of course it's not that great but <laughs> it's still pretty good. <laughs> so that's about that's all I kind of really have to say. You kind of just need to experience the movie for yourself, you know. It's, yeah, we don't want to do too many spoilers this time. Yeah, like I, just take it all in. Yeah, it's it's an experience for yourself. Seek seek it out, seek it out, and enjoy for yourself. So, yeah, as a, as someone yeah. that was not a fan of Street Fighter because I yeah, a new convert right there. It's really um, it doesn't make me want to play the game, but it makes me appreciate the movie. And I didn't, I wasn't comparing it to anything, so I had no idea like what it represented well so apparently the, the apparently the director said he's like it's james bond meets star wars meets a war film and i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah ish yeah, yeah i don't know about the james bond part it's got like you know it's it's an ensemble so you know if you like fucking avengers movies like it's kind of it's like a, it's like a it's like a crappy infinity war it's like yeah it's like if infinity war again it's the little caesars to want it i don't know Whatever your preferred pizza, big name pizza chain is. It's similar to um, like Big Trouble in Little China with like yeah. some of the character representations. Like Jack Burton could be just like Jean Claude Van Damme's character, the way sure. they are. Sure. Sure. Um, just totally overzealous, and but they get it done. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a tie fight. They're both they're both perfectly solid. Go check it out. Check yeah, them both out. Yeah, they're in their own ways. They're very. Yeah. Uh, they're very fun. I think Street yeah. Fighter might have a little bit of an edge over Double Dragon for me, but like Double Dragon is this one of those things that keeps me young, um, which is why we do the, the show. Precisely, precisely. So that'll about do it. And again, you guys are welcome. This is I think this is actually our shortest episode now. <laughs> so yeah. which yeah, I'm yeah. fine with. You know, it's this is a bite-sized time, and go check them out and. Yeah, and we're you also know. here to just to give recommendations of like, yeah, you know, this is this is a, this is like stuff we like, mm-hmm. you know. That it, it, we want you guys to like it. So we, we want to know if you ever if you like it at at all. <laughs> I hope you do because we we encourage people to open up their palate. You know, don't just uh, go to the movies or just don't don't only look at stuff on Netflix. You know, like don't, don't like get off the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Open up your palate a little bit. <laughs> Change. Go, go to a different. Go, go watch a different genre tonight. You know, start start your year on a start your year on a shitty note. That's what we're trying to say here. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah, but on uh, shitty on your own terms. Voluntary, (laughs) yes, voluntary shittiness. All right, so that I guess that'll about do it. Yeah.
Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, well, thank I wanna, you. I want to go watch this movie again. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. I need to check it out. <laughs> thank you again, everyone, for, you know, whether it's your first time or your third or fifth time checking us out. Checking us out. We really appreciate it. Again, just hit it. You know, feel free to follow us on Instagram, Two Old Souls Pod. Check yes. YouTube, Two Old Souls. Twitter, again, Two Old Souls Pod as well. And, uh, you know, just keep it. We'll keep you posted and we'll, we'll keep on doing this as long as it entertains us. And you guys show a mild amount of interest, too. So, because, you know, at the end of at the end of the day, we're too old for this shit. Later. <laughs> <laughs>